Leute! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We have got some news tonight. The Supreme Court, uh, apparently that's got some problems, according to the mainstream media. There was a bomb that uh, killed a few people outside of a mosque in Kabul. Judges broke the law. And the stock market's rigged. That's it. That's all the news you get. Bye. Let's get to it. So yeah, go find us on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. Um, I highly recommend if you watch on Facebook, start switching over to YouTube. Um, Facebook is not super stable, not just because of what happened yesterday, which we will get into, but because Facebook any day now could absolutely nuke us and we wouldn't be on Facebook anymore. So go find us on YouTube. Uh, We stream live to YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, as well as Facebook. And then it gets uploaded later to all the, the podcasting platforms. We got Tom for 52.com. That's T-O-M-F-O-R 52.com. Go check out Tom Queer's campaign for state senate in the 52nd district. Uh, there's a little donate button at the top left or top right there. Go hit that. Dump some money in the man's campaign. Help him out. He may be disabled, but uh, he still runs better than the government. We've got this book, Crowned by Gold. It's the third and final book in the Royal Green series. Uh, I'm obligated monetarily by a fan, a super fan, even, who is paying me more money than Jack Casey, to say... It is not a bad book. It is, in fact, a good book. I will never personally know because I will never read the thing. Uh, But it's apparently a good book. And Jack Casey can go to hell. The Alaskan Raven. For all of your meme needs, go check out The Alaskan Raven on Facebook. We've got The Greasy Porcupine. Go to greasyporcupines.org for road services, tune-ups, maintenance, service, and repairs. Go to greasyporcupines.org to find out more. We've also got notarealpodcast.com. Go there to find out how the show started. To get you some of that sweet, juicy merch. Like this shirt right here. Thou shalt not fucketh around or thou shalt find out. Don't hurt people. Don't take their stuff. Both of which have the Not A Real Libertarian Podcast logo on the front. So go copy one of them bad boys. Also, the Redacted Caucus of the Libertarian Party. Do you like to dance in Hawaiian shirts? That's the Redacted Caucus. You can boogaloo all night long in your your hibiscus attire. So go check out the RedactedCaucus.org. Actually, matter of fact, if you want to know more, Live tonight exclusively, well, there will be a Zoom meeting uh, for those who may have questions and want to get involved with the RCLP in their state. Uh, it will not be at that 
that link right there. It is on Facebook. I can't actually post it into the comments section. But yes, go uh, go check that out if you're interested. Yes, do this one as well. Go to electnatalybruno.com. Give her some fat stacks. And then, like, if you can help, uh, volunteer for her campaign. She's obviously in dire need of it because she's asked me to help. And uh, it's it's really too bad because uh, apparently my appearance is going to murder her campaign before it even starts. So, sorry, Natalie. Oh, Lord. I say some of the dumbest shit of all time. Let's go into the 811 call before you dig segment. The current price of nine millimeter. If it will load. Hey, it's still. Oh, 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 we're down one cent from last week. So we're down to about 33 cents around for nine millimeter. So if uh, you're holding out better prices, good luck. It's not getting any better. But yes, uh, the, that's the 811 call before you dig segment. Uh, because if you call 811, you're less likely to get shot or your dog to get shot for that fact. So we've got some interesting news this week. Uh, for those of you who may live under a technological rock or you have a brain and don't use Facebook. Um Facebook apparently realized, like, so so for the last uh, few years, Facebook has been uh, banning accounts that it deems harmful and disruptive to public discourse. So with that sentiment moving forward, Facebook banned Facebook yesterday. Um, there's, there's not a whole lot of information that's coming out from Facebook as to what exactly happened. It looks like it was a DNS issue uh, on their actual... Uh, backbone system so all of their all of their their main features all their main sites or whatever run off this backbone so they're so facebook instagram whatsapp and their internal communications system went down yesterday so there were employees that that work for facebook that were trying to get into the building to figure out what happened and lo and behold key cards quit working so once again we go back to prepper 101 course which is Always have a redundancy and never allow for a single point of failure. Yes, they will also nuke you because they just don't like you. That, uh, <laughs> Matt Lacey, Matt Lacey says, uh, they tried to ban Chuck Norris, but it, uh, it kicked back and banned themselves. So. Don't try to ban Chuck Norris Facebook. So, yeah, so Facebook banned themselves yesterday, which is pretty hilarious. Um, it was down for about six hours, I believe. It was from about noon Eastern to about six-ish Eastern. Um, millions and millions in lost ad revenue. I know it's it's heartbreaking. Uh you know, we're, we're all torn to pieces that Facebook can't use our information and our personal identities to profit while saying that they're just a platform. And I just got a notification. I got a anchor calling moment from Cinderella. So I will get to that here in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. One. I'll put that one up there. Facebook will sell you Soylent Green to keep everyone in line. Yes, they will. All right. <clears throat> so this is coming from ABC News. Uh, the headline for the, the article is Supreme Court pivots to abortion, guns, and death penalty as public approval slides. Um, so facing an onslaught of political pressure tactics and plunging political approval. The United States Supreme Court on Monday sails into a new term to this, uh, set to decide some of the most divisive cases in decades on abortion, gun rights, the death penalty, and religious freedom. So for anyone that doesn't know, uh, the Supreme Court does not actually take many gun cases. 
And apparently with some of the new judges, they want to start taking on some more of these. And they've actually taken up a few here recently, which is a good thing, especially for gun owners, because historically, even with a more left-leaning appointed judges, they still typically favor in support of gun ownership. They don't, they don't always get it right, but they're, they're, they're okay. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how gun rights will, will fare in the, the court at, with some of these new, uh, new, uh, appointed, uh, justices. So by the end of June 2022, the court's conservative majority, ooh, that's bad, uh, has the potential to roll back 50 years of abortion rights precedent, declare a right to carry a handgun outside the home, oh my God, bolster the death penalty, and allow some American parents to use taxpayer funds for religious schools. How dare people make decisions for themselves? How dare they decide to carry a handgun? How dare they use their Second Amendment right to carry a handgun outside their home? What kind of fucking monster does that? What kind of animal carries a handgun outside their home? Uh, what what kind of horrible parent chooses to put their kid in religious schools? That is all sarcasm, by the way. Um, if we are spending around $11,000... Uh, a year for public education um, and a religious school is about $5,000. Look, I don't support using taxpayer funds to bolster uh, private institutions. However, if it is cheaper, it's at least a step in the correct direction. Um, so if the parent decides that they want to put their kid into a religious school, that shouldn't be a problem. Um, and I, I honestly, I think school choice, when we get to that discussion, and we get to that point where we're having serious talks about implementing uh, school choice. Um, stupid ass watch, taking it off. She keeps talking to me. Um, it, it should definitely include private schools. Uh, private schools perform better in a lot of areas, um, especially like so. So Memphis in Tennessee uh, has a very high quantity of charter schools that perform much, much higher than, than their car, uh, their counterparts in, in that uh, city. So there, there is some benefit to private institutions, even if it is religious. Um, there's no, uh, I'm not seeing any discussion that forces non-religious kids to go to these religious schools. So once again, it's about choice. It's about individual choice, but because some people don't like religion or some people don't like religious schools, you can't spend money on that, blah, 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 blah. I, I don't, and I don't want to see abortion rights go away. I think, you know, everybody has a right to make their own decisions. I don't personally support abortion, but that's, I don't have, I don't have to deal with it. Um, my wife and I have never had one, never probably ever going to have one. So I, I have no fight against it. Um, I will always fight for people's individual religion. But the way this article is written, it's like how flabbergasted uh, Devin Dwiner is that people that, that the Supreme Court may declare a right to carry a handgun outside of the home. That's exactly how it's written. Declare a right to carry a handgun outside the home. Bolster the death penalty, which is also bad. Uh, and allow some American parents to use taxpayer funds for religious schools. You know, there was there was a there was a point in time in in American history where we understood that look, people had different opinions, and we just said, "Look, I don't believe that way. I'm gonna do my own thing." That's gone. That's gone by the wayside. The idea that people sh shouldn't have a right to carry a handgun for personal protection is insane. The idea that you can't use the tax money that will be wasted by the school system anyways to send your kid to a cheaper religious school is insane. 
the idea that we're just going to throw abortion out the window is fucking insane. And the idea that we're going to kill more Americans for bullshit laws that even a lot of there's there's n- there's a number a huge number of people that have been sitting on death row for many many years due to bad evidence lies uh the state not even caring i think it was about three about two months ago i believe one of the first episodes i did on this show uh i covered two gentlemen who were sitting on death row sitting in prison for for life uh for life sentences uh, one of them may have been on death row um do and the state knows that they're innocent but refuses to release them just because of whatever bullshit reason they have they just want them there so the idea that we're going to bolster the death penalty is just oh my god it's just insane <clears throat> and the fact that the the one of the defining characteristics is that if they the court's conservative majority uh the supreme court is supposed to be a non-biased non-partisan entity that determines uh whether something is unconstitutional or constitutional or whatever they're supposed to be the sole non-bipartisan protectors of rights in the united states they're supposed to look at legislation and think from a constitutional standpoint or a a rights-based standpoint is this correct does this violate rights if it does not violate rights it should be upheld as law. And if it does violate rights, it should not be upheld. That's it. That's their entire job. It shouldn't be, well, they're all Republicans. They're all, well, they're all Democrats. Um, and I'll tell this story. Now, some of y'all may have seen it. When, uh, oh, I'm, I'm struggling on his name now. Uh, one of the newest members of the Supreme Court, the gentleman who was berated uh, by the mainstream media, and uh, I think his name is in this article somewhere. Um, Brett Kavanaugh. When when Brett Kavanaugh was being was going through Congress to be uh, placed on the Supreme Court, uh, they focused on who put him there and less about who he was as a person and what he's declared and all these things. Um, it's just we have to get back to this idea that not our politics don't define who we are as people. We are individuals and we are not collectives. Um, I am not the only reason I am declared an American is because I was born in the United States and I reside in the United States. Outside of that, the vast majority of Americans uh, differ from me greatly in a lot of different aspects. I am six, six. So therefore I am heads and shoulders taller than most Americans. So I deal with different issues, joint pain. I am a, I live in. Tennessee, I'm not going to say where because I almost slipped up. But uh, so I've I've had different experiences because of the state I lived in. There's there's my upbringing was different than most people. We're not like just because I'm libertarian doesn't mean I'm I am that. That's who I am as a human being. Uh, just because you're a Republican doesn't mean that that's who you are as a human being. Just because you're a Democrat doesn't mean that that's who you are as a human being. Co- collectivism is is stupid. It's this idea that you are whatever group that you belong to. No, you're you're a person. You're a human being. You you are, you know, the Eskimo libertarian or Justin Whale uh, or Matt Lacey or Carly Sutton or Sonny Conway. I just read through the comments there. Or rich broke, broke Brooke. Um, not a single name I just stated is the exact same as the other people. They may have things that they have similar to the others, but they're not the same person. They're not exactly the same. And so this idea that because it's a conservative, quote unquote, um, yes, or that sob. 
Roger. Um, that because more conservatives put judges on the Supreme Court, which they're really not conservatives. Um, or that more Democrats put more judges on the court. It, it should be about who will protect the rights of Americans, and that's it. That's, that's the one qualifying factor of being on the Supreme Court. But with that being said, in my opinion, if we go through June of 2022, oh, that's the story I was going to say. So when Ruth Bader Ginsburg was still alive, um, scatterbrain here, uh, her her RBG um, and Brett Kavanaugh went to a college to speak about something. I, I don't really remember the conditions behind what it was, but there was multiple college students that started shouting at him and wouldn't let him speak during his speech. Something along those lines, RBG actually stood up to these people and said, Shut the hell up and let the man talk. He is a colleague. He is an American. You will respect him as a person. And she she laid it to him. Which shows how bullshit all of this fear point is that the court's conservative majority has a potential blah, blah, blah. These are people that work together all the time that will have discussions. They will have disagreements. They won't agree on everything. They'll have personal beliefs, whatever. But at the end of the day, they will look at it, whatever they think is correct. I probably won't agree with most of it. I guarantee you a lot of their 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 uh, judicial opinions on gun ownership, I will wholeheartedly disagree with. I will think it's bullshit, and I will come right back on this show and bitch about it again when it happens. But do I blame who who like whatever party put them? No, I think they're they're individuals, they're judges. They make decisions based on what they believe, even though more likely it's going to be bullshit. But yeah, so it's great. We're finally going to start seeing hopefully more judicial uh, dissents on. Uh, uh, taxpayer funds for schools whether it's just religious schools or private schools handguns or rights to carry um and then the other ones can go to hell uh don't really care much for more yeah we'll see that the other thing too is uh abortion rights could actually benefit the fight for abortion um in states like texas uh with with the crap they got going on there. So it actually could end up in a good way. They set these precedences and then that's kind of what everybody has to go by from that point moving forward. The justices are also expected to address challenges to the Biden administration's nationwide vaccine mandate. Oh, we're still alive. Cool. I was making sure that that. uh. Hey, appreciate it. Um, just so <laughs> I had to make sure that we were still alive because you say vaccine mandate too loud and they they'll nuke you. Um, so they're expected to uh, have challenges on the vaccine mandate. I assume they're discussing or talking about uh, the OSHA mandate, where any company that has more than 100 employees has to either a have all their employees vaccinated or be the unvaccinated employees have to get tested once a week. Blah. Whatever. Hopefully that gets shut down, but it's hard telling a continuation of deferred action for childhood arrivals or DACA for young immigrants, a partisan drawing of congressional districts with new census data and Harvard's use of racial affirmative action. I'm not going to go into the affirmative action one. That one is, that is an entire episode on its own. And I don't want to be soundbited to death. But, yeah. Vaccine mandates, if the court rules correctly, should never be allowed to force 
independent Americans at privately owned businesses to be manned, uh, you know, be able to mandate vaccinations, um, the continuation of deferred action for childhood arrivals or DACA. I still have problems with DACA. I think, I think it's trash legislation. Um, I think the intent is probably all right, but it's still trash legislation because it came from the federal government and everything they do is trash. Now, partisan drawings of congressional districts with new census data. That is a, that is one that, uh, Democrats are really going to be sweating. Then that's why they're pushing this idea that the Supreme Court. This is why when they when when Trump got his third <clears throat> SCOTUS pick, they panicked because they knew the census was going to be this year. Or no, I'm sorry, it was last year. And if he had all these picks, you know, they were saying they they already were starting to instill this distrust in the Supreme Court, so they could make whatever legislation if they needed to to get their preferred outcome. But with, with when new uh, census data comes out, uh, when there's an increase in population in some areas, a decrease in population in some areas, you'll see congressional districts go up in some states, down in some states, which means some seats will be lost, some seats will be gained, whatever. But what usually happens is there's a bit of gerrymandering so they can weed in certain parts of town that may not be favorable towards their party and then move in ones that are favorable, stuff like that. And uh, it's it really does screw over a lot of people, especially as libertarians. It screws us because a lot of that goes along with really bad legis- legislation that keeps us out of offices, even at the local level when they do some stuff like that. Now, there is another article from business insider. And this is kind of what I was discussing. It's they're, they're, they're planting the seeds of distrust now for the Supreme Court. They're wanting people to go ahead and get prepared that the Supreme Court can't be trusted. You know, there's too many people on the Supreme Court that we don't like, so you shouldn't trust it. Well, Business Insider, I'll pull the article up right now, has an article entitled, We're watching the implosion of the Supreme Court in real time. That right there, if that does not instill distrust in people, that headline alone, I don't know what does. They're going to push this idea that the Supreme Court is so broken that maybe it's time to add new justices. Maybe it's time to expand the Supreme Court. Maybe it's time to just wipe all of them out, like in the legislative term, like remove them and put in all new justices. That is exactly why I say, and a lot of others say, the mainstream media is not biased. Or I'm sorry, not unbiased. It is very incredibly biased. It is not balanced it is not fair it is not truthful it is not honest it literally is designed to be the propaganda wing of whatever political party they align with we're watching the implosion of the supreme court in real time what is that if not planting seeds to to Americans who aren't doing their due diligence and reading this entire crap article who are not going and doing their research on how the justices have been uh, coming up with verdicts on things. Can we just like for one second, like, look, can we, can we just agree on something? Let's just stop lying to each other. Let's stop lying and calling it a truth. And let's let's stop let's stop feeding people shit and calling it uh, fertilizer, because that's what we're doing. We're we're not being honest about anything anymore. We can't even agree on basic fundamental science. 
So how do we expect the news to be honest, I guess? I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Nothing is sacred anymore. Everything's a lie as long as there's political gain for it. That's it. It's all crap. So I'm going to get to this anchor call-in. And if you want to do an anchor call-in moment for next week, or for Thursday, you can go right there. Um, I usually don't do them on this show, but you know what? People have been doing them, so I'll just answer them. Because why not? That's, you know, there's no structure to this show. I am a shit show. So, hey. So, but after we come back from this anchor call-in moment, the French Catholic clergy has been busted again for sexually abusing children. And then 131 federal judges fucked the entire nation. So I'll leave you with that cliffhanger. And let's get into this anchor calling moment. That's not what I wanted. This one, oh Lord, I'm worried about this one. It comes from, it says Cinderella, but we're going to see what this actually says. Not sure. That's up. Oh, let's get it. Mr. Bootleg, how safe would MCAP the stand be for a young lady like me? I know exactly who that is, I believe. So Encapistan, for those who don't know, is this you know what? I'll call it a fairyland. It's it's this it's this far off place that if we get legislation going correctly, and we all come together and finally start doing the right things and start protecting people's rights, there is no government. It is just, and I shouldn't say there's no government. There's always there's always uh, structures. There's hierarchies. Um, some people have to organize other people. People just do jobs, whatever. Um, but there's no central government that regulates your life that doesn't it doesn't control your entire existence and that is what Ancapistan is now how safe would a young lady like that be in Ancapistan I would say the safest one of the safest human beings on the planet when you are a young female in the United States um most, I will say this, I'll preface with this. Most women don't care much about firearm ownership. It's not a sexist thing. It's a statistical thing. It's just most women don't care. However, in Ancapistan, that young lady right there could carry whatever firearm she chose. She could carry a javelin surface-to-surface hard-target missile and blow some dude up from a mile away if she needed to that's probably aggressive and it probably violates his rights because i don't think he'd get aggressive against her at a mile away unless he's running away so in which case maybe the javelin's necessary but a female who feels threatened who is unarmed is far more oppressed than a female who is very armed and is in the same situation Machine gun mounted on the top of a Hagland. I think that means Highland. I don't know what Hagland is. Is that Scotland? Hagland? It's like Haggis, but the entire land's made out of Haggis. Um Yeah, I mean it would be it'd be it'd be I would say this, it would be no uh no worse than it is now, in my honest opinion. Uh, when when people are not afraid to defend others in public and shoot someone because of, you know, they see someone who's potentially getting. Ah, there we go. Hagland. Um, in some states right now, if I see, I'm, I'm walking down the street and I see some guy grabbing this chick and she's like, no, get off me. No, get off me. I turn and I shoot him, which I think is fair justification. If, if you're, uh, Forcing yourselves on someone 
wood chipper. Uh, I mean, a gun will do in a pinch. Um, but if I do that, because I'm not the one being aggressed upon, I can go to prison like for a felony uh, manslaughter charge. Second degree at most. Or I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it would be second degree. Uh, yeah, it could be second degree in some states. So there's been cases where they've been second degree murder charges. But without those laws, people would feel safer to protect others without repercussions of the law. There's a lot of gun owners I talk to now that are afraid of using them if they have to because they're worried they will go to prison for defending themselves. So, yeah, I think Ancapistan would be perfectly fine. I mean, she could have a Mac 10 in her purse. She may not, she maybe she didn't go to the range. She don't want to aim, but she'll grab that Mac 10 and blow a hole in everything around her. So, hashtag Jennifer says, hashtag arm up ladies. Yes, I encourage all females. Younger, older, whatever, to be armed, because uh, nothing says the great equalizer like a nine millimeter to the dome. So let's get on to some de- really depressing news, and then more depressing news. So more than two hundred thousand children were sexually abused by French Catholic clergy. A damning report finds. And this is being reported. This article I'm reading is coming from CNN. Members of the Catholic clergy in France. France. Sexually abused an estimated 216,000 minors over the past seven decades. 216,000 minors were sexually abused and that's estimated so that number could be higher um typically with stuff like this i always assume that that number is much higher oh here we go yeah yep that's right in the next article or the next section it talks about the number of abused minors rises to a uh... yeah so this the so 330,000 have been uh, accounted for so far, estimated, uh, but from the from the French Catholic Church between 1950 and 2020. Three hundred and thirty thousand kids out of a total of one hundred and fifteen thousand priests. Priests and other clerks, clerics, clerics. That's the term. A hundred and fifteen thousand sexual predators working in the French Catholic Church, and that's not just a church. That's Catholic churches all along, all within France. This the. I don't I don't even know how to talk about this. I mean, what do you say? Like how do you how do you solve this problem? I mean, I know how you solve it, but the church will refuse to solve it. They would prefer to cover it up because they've been doing this for 7 decades. 70 years. Over 70 years they've covered up 216,000 or no, I'm sorry. Over 70 years it's an S uh, Around an estimated 330,000 minors were sexually abused in these churches by church leadership and church staff. The Catholic Church is a failed institution, and I will say that it needs to go. Um, I am not, and, and, and I say that not because I think the Catholic faith is uh, faith is wrong or that Catholics are bad people, but it's, this is not a one-off incident by any stretch. This is not something new. This is a, a, an endemic problem that's been going on for decades, centuries even. And they normalized it. 
and they've covered it up because they knew how bad it looks and it looks fucking awful that you're allowing 330,000 minors be sexually abused in your church. If you are at all religious in any way, shape or form, this should disgust you to the highest level. This should make you want to burn down these churches because they're an affront to the religion as a whole. They're an affront to religious people, and it is a slap in the face to God himself. That's what that is. This idea... This this idea that... Yes, Janice, correct. Where's the justice? Nobody gives a shit. This stuff comes out all the time and nothing ever happens. The Vatican gives them amnesty, takes them to Vatican City and protects them when this stuff happens. They say, oh, well, we'll take care of it in-house. And then they will put them back in a church and let it happen again. A hundred and fifteen thousand monsters were allowed to walk free. A hundred and fifteen thousand child molesters. And this is not just a failure on the part of these people who go to these churches. This is a failure of government. I mean... This report comes out and nothing will happen. Not a damned thing. Not a single thing will happen to a single one of those 115,000 people. Not one. Yeah, maybe they'll throw a couple of the small fish to the fire. They'll, they'll, they'll give them slaps on the wrist or whatever. And that's it. The Catholic Church has for a long time been a major institution in Europe. For centuries, they have run entire governments from, from the days when kings ran, uh, when ran countries. The Catholic Church would whisper in their ears, slip some gold in their pocket, and they would make decisions for that church. There's evidence that the Catholic Church helped smuggle Hitler and high-ranking Nazis out of Europe. The Catholic Church is a failed institution and has been so for a very, very long time. The investigation was commissioned in 2018 by French Catholic clergy groups and financed by the French Catholic Bishops Conference, but members are not paid and acted independently of the church. The commission was permitted to access the archives of dioceses and religious institutions. I just... I mean, what do we do at this point, right? Like, we keep talking about it, and, like, I'll make the jokes about, you know, Catholic priests being disgusting human beings that molest kids. But what... People need to fight back on this. Because church can just be as an oppressive form of anything. Uh, It can be an authoritarian figure that violates people's rights just as much as any government can. Arguably, the Catholic Church that stems from the Vatican is the largest government on the planet. It spans every single continent and hundreds of nations. It is the largest empire on the planet that no one watches. And that is why 330,000 kids were molested and sexually abused between 1950 
So in more bad news. I guess it's good news. We'll, we'll, we'll say it's good news. Um, you make your decision on it. Um, but uh, 131 federal judges broke law. Bro, I'm sorry, broke the law by hearing cases where they had a financial interest. Who would have guessed? Maybe these judges watched D.C. and said, you know, they're making money by legislating in their own personal interest. Maybe we should do it as well. I mean, I can't say I blame them. I mean, how many congressmen and women pass legislation every day for a business that promises them, promises them a six or seven figure job when they get out? Mostly all of them. I'm not going to say all, but mostly. <clears throat> the judges failed to recuse themselves from 685 lawsuits from 2010 to 2018 involving firms in which they or their family held shares, a Wall Street Journal investigation found. 685 lawsuits. How many of those lawsuits were due to a a human being being killed from bad medication, uh, whether it's a bad product, a product that was made with negligence, whatever. So a Wall Street Journal investigation found that judges have improperly failed to disqualify themselves from 685 court cases around the nation since 2010. The jurists were appointed by nearly every president from Lyndon Johnson to Donald Trump. Once again, we're closing out the episode the way we opened it, which is talking about it doesn't matter which piece of shit president puts them in office or puts them in these courts. It's still corrupt and it's it's still a trash heap that's on fire rolling down a hill towards the Grand Canyon. About two-thirds of federal judge, or federal district judges disclosed holdings of individual stocks, and nearly one of every five who did heard at least one case involving those stocks. One of every five. There's a lot of federal judges. A lot. Each district can have anywhere from 10 to like 20, I think. It depends on the population and all these other things. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I've focused on the one, the 12th district court in California, the one that's overturning a lot of the uh, gun legislation in California. There's a, it's, I believe, 12 on that one. It may be six. Not sure. Maybe bad. Um, and <clears throat> when judges participated in such cases, about two-thirds of their rulings on motions that were contested came down in favor of their or their family's financial interest. No fucking shit. You mean to tell me that people put their empower by politicians are corrupt? Oh, couldn't imagine that happening. But these people are great. You know, they're they're here for the people. They're not, though. That, and when I opened the show, I talked about what they're supposed to be. So don't add me in the comments. They're supposed to be non-biased. They're supposed to be non-partisan. They're supposed to be protecting the rights of people. They don't. They do this shit. They, they, they favor on the side of corporations that are helping them keep their wealth. Two-thirds of those rulings. Two-thirds. Two-thirds of the cases where someone's family member or family members died due to malpractice or neglect or just malfeasance and just the basic sense of malfeasance died because of those reasons Two-thirds of those families got no justice. 
justice has been dead in the United States for a long time. In New York, Judge Ramos, uh, yeah, Judge Ramos handled a suit between an Exxon Mobil Corp unit and TIG Insurance Co. over a pollution claim while own, uh, yeah, while owning between fifteen thousand and fifty thousand of Exxon stock. This is according to his financial disclosures form. He accepted an arbitration panel's opinion that TIG should pay Exxon $25 million and added $8 million of interest to the tab. I guarantee you that stock was, uh, went up. He made, he made personal money on that claim. He used the power of the people, which the people actually have no power anymore, unfortunately. But he used a seat. He sat on that bench and claimed to be standing for justice and all things that are right. And then made a personal decision to benefit a company in which he held Anywhere between fifteen thousand to fifty thousand dollars worth of stock in. What do we do? I mean, yeah, that's exactly what it is, Joe. Corruption for personal gain, and that's all it is. That that's exactly what that is. An Ohio-based appeals court judge, Julia Smith Gibbons wrote an opinion that favored Ford Motor Company in a trademark dispute while her husband held stock in the automaker. After she and the others on the three-judge appeal panel heard arguments, but before they ruled, her husband's financial advisor bought two chunks of Ford stock, each valued at up to $15,000 for his retirement account, according to her disclosure form. So... They knew what the decision was going to be and then made financial gains from those decisions. That's the same as writing legislation that's going to shut down all auto manufacturers except for Ford. If Ford now becomes like the legislation writes, read simply, Ford is now the only auto manufacturer in the continental United States. And then you go and buy stock in Ford. What do you think that stock's going to do? It's not going to tank. It's going to fucking skyrocket because they're now the exclusive manufacturer within the United States. In Colorado, Judge Lewis Babcock oversaw a case involving a Comcast Corporation subsidiary uh, ruling in its favor while he or his family held between 15,000 to 50 or between 15,000 and 50,000 of Comcast stock. So it must be a bracket. It must be, uh, that's just a default bracket. You know, if do you have between this and this? Yes. Okay. So it's not like, it's just a state doing this. It's not just a political affiliation that's doing this. This is government corruption. This is endemic. This is systemic. This is evidence that the entire government, top to bottom, very local city council, all the way to the federal government, is fundamentally broken and completely corrupt. Not even courts are safe from the corruption. How many people do you think are sitting in prison right now who uh, who were victimized by a court because the judge was helping their buddy out who is the prosecuting attorney who needed a win to, to you know, maybe run for attorney, uh, not attorney general, uh, district attorney. They needed this big win. Against all odds, I won. 
I guarantee you a lot of them. A lot. They are using a job that is funded by tax dollars to make personal gains. And I don't know what year this, this Ford one was. I know before the big auto bailout, Ford had received money from the government for some kind of bail. It, bail they call, didn't call it a bailout, but it was a, it was a fucking bailout. They gave them money and then were like, oh, you can pay us back over 150,000 years. 20 cents a day. So, I was going to get into this article about, it was from Bloomberg Business Week, and it talks about most Americans today believe the stock market is rigged, and they're right. I mean, they are. I mean, they're they're right. They we just we just we just seen that just now, right? Judges are making decisions based on what stock they own. They they're using the stock market to make personal gain. They're making decisions that affect the stock market. For personal gain. We've seen. Uh, uh, House reps. And senators. That made financial decisions. After behind doors. Early warning fucking meetings. In Congress. About COVID. Went out and made. Purchases on stocks. Or sold stocks. And then bought other stocks. Because they knew. That COVID, the decisions that they were going to make, and the what they had said, and what they were going to push for, and and this this legislation didn't come from Congress. It it came from the states, but they knew what was going to happen. They got this early warning. They said, got this. Hey, you know, we're, there's probably going to be lockdowns. There's probably going to be shutdowns. Businesses are going to shut down for good. They're going. Oh, so I should probably go buy a Pfizer stock. I should probably go buy Moderna. I should probably go invest money on ventilators. I should probably go invest money on on cleaning supplies for that that hospitals use. Yes, Eskimo Libertarian is correct. The insider training, <clears throat> training, trading. Uh, we should all get insider training, uh, but we should get rid of insider trading. Um, the insider trading is shameless and rampant. Yes, it very much is, and it's. A hundred percent disgusting, and it benefits no individual American except for those who are doing it. It doesn't benefit the economy, it doesn't benefit the rights of the people, it doesn't benefit anyone but themselves. So, once again, I am saying the federal government or just government, period, is a violation of the basic precepts of human decency and rights. It's, uh, yeah. Government bad. And so, <clears throat> with that, come uh, hang out with me here in a little bit on Zoom. And uh, there'll be a bunch of other state coordinators, state reps, so you can get involved with your state, with your RCLP, if you're interested. Um, if you just want to find out more, join the Zoom meeting as well. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be a good time. I have the link right here. I actually meant to post it. I'm going to do that right now. Boom. Done. That is the link for the meeting. It's going to start here in a minute. Um. Or, if you're not interested, in the redactedcaucus.org. Go check out Spike and Matt at Muddy Waters Media here in... Uh, so, they're supposed to start at 8, 8.30. Uh, I think I think their actual time is 8 o'clock. Um, so, they'll, they'll probably... If it starts... If it's supposed to start at 8, they'll probably be starting around 8.20. 8.15, maybe. It's a funny joke. 
it's it's a joke, but it's not. But anyways, with that being said, I want to leave everyone on a positive note, and that is that no matter what, no matter how bad life gets, there are those of us who are willing to hear your strifes and troubles and tribulations. And uh, if no one, if you have no one to turn to, you're always welcome to message me at the Bootleg Libertarian on Facebook or Twitter. And I would always rather hear about your problems and let you have someone to vent to than to hear about you doing something awful to yourself. I've done that for several people this week. And uh, yes, there is a passcode. The passcode is very complex. It is simply the number one. The number one and you get in. If you click the link, it's not supposed to have that. But the passcode is the number one. Sorry. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I hope you all have a good night and good liberties and dream of freedom.